Hey guys, we are here at the Black Mirror After Show. We're talking kidnapping and social media, plus much more, so stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey! 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 Welcome to the Black Mirror After Show on AfterBuzz TV. We're talking Season 5, Episode 2, Smithereens, which I haven't had to say that word in so long. I was like, hmm, Smithereens. <laughs> uh, I'm Adrian Snow. If the rest of the panel wants to go ahead and introduce themselves. What's up, party people? I am Erica Edwards. Hello, everybody. I'm Angelica Trey. Hey, guys. I'm Paris Rose. All right. So, let's just get right into it. But before we do, let me just remind you that it's going to be a jam-packed episode. So stay tuned for our special segment, along with our top three, and potentially our news. All right. First thoughts. Um, my initial thoughts of Smithereens, I mm-hmm. thought it was, again, I think I, I see the direction they're going with this season. It's a lot more of just using technology as a way to crack open, you know, human issues. Mm-hmm. So... That was, I think, the big overriding kind of feeling I got towards the end of this. And we can talk about that a little bit more, but um, I definitely had some feelings here. Okay. Um, I was a, a bit more engaged uh, with Smithereens. I guess we'll talk about that first. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still felt underwhelmed in general. I just didn't feel like this entire season it didn't give me the oomph that Black Mirror usually does. Mm-hmm. I, I feel normally like I'm like, I need to breathe. I need to sit down and think about this concept that they just put in my face but this season i was like oh mm, all yeah. right yeah just it, it was what it was yeah. So, yeah yeah i uh i actually liked this episode i think i saw um online where um they were doing interviews and they were like they kind of i guess after especially for me lord after bandersnatch i did need a break so i feel like some of these episodes have been more story driven mm-hmm. clearly than technology driven mm-hmm. and specifically since this one took place in 2018 it's like you know um, but that being said, I did think it was a good story. Yeah. You know, so I enjoyed this story. I thought, you know, the actors did a great job all the way around. So um, so I liked it. It wasn't what I usually would expect from Black Mirror, but I still found it enjoyable. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I still thought the piecing was kind of slow for my, for my taste. And uh, it, having it be set in London 2018... I was like, oh, okay, just it's not going to be like you know implants in your in your ear or your yeah. neck or whatever. So <laughs> don't expect that. But at the same time, I think they took a long time to get to like what was the point of the story? Why is he doing this? And I just would have appreciated that kind of being clarified maybe a little bit sooner. So. I don't know. No, I was about to say, um, I agree with you, mm-hmm. although, um, I don't know, it did add some sort of, I think it sort of added something as well, because I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, he's kidding, like, what is it, what is it, what is it, mm-hmm. and so at the end, I was like, oh, wow, okay, you know, and, uh, it, you know, and it was interesting, I think, too, for me, also, like, that he just wanted to be her. Like, yeah. I was like, well, yeah. what is it you're really, you know, what do you expect him to do? Like, I really was thinking it was going to be something different. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe, you know, Billy Bauer had done something, like, evil to him through mm-hmm. the... Like, there were so many things going through your mind, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh, okay. So, um, a little bit earlier, I can agree with that, but then I also thought sort of the guessing game was interesting. Yeah, I think the guessing game was interesting. I just think 
that I started to kind of figure out what it was going to be because mm-hmm. it was taking too long to get to it. I was yeah. like, okay, well, his, his wife's dead in an accident, her fiance, his mom's dead. And, oh, okay, he probably was texting and driving. <laughs> like, oh, was really? Like, so, like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> so he's texting and driving, and he's the reason why they got into the accident. It's not really a drug drug. Like, it just kind of, because... You realize, oh, see, I yeah. guess I'm slow. I did not connect the, <laughs> the dots until the very end and when they told us. Yeah. And I actually liked the slowness about them mm-hmm. revealing really why he's doing this, why he wants to speak to Billy Bauer. I think mm-hmm. it really made it um, realistic and like a human thing yeah. as opposed to he wants money or something wild. I just think it was kind of refreshing to know he just wanted his story told. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like a warning to Billy Bauer. It, it was funny um, having Topher Grace. I just expected yeah. his character to be that when I saw Billy Bauer was Topher Grace. I'm like, okay, so... Don't take this character too seriously. Yeah, Yeah. oh, I'm sorry, Topher. We just still don't take you that seriously (laughs) 20 years later. Uh, You shouldn't have done Spider-Man 3. I think you could have. I think that's what threw it off for me. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Spider-Man. That did it. And this is going to come back to bite me in the butt one day. Anyways, so. (laughs) It's okay. You're great, Topher. We love you. Yes, we do. (laughs) Um, No comment. Um... Yeah, you're okay. You're fine. I but, love you. I wrote a script just for you. Okay. Pandering. Again. <laughs> uh, so let's go into just like the, just to start off the top where, so I knew from Jump that he was probably trying to kidnap somebody from the first hmm. passenger when he was like, are you, do you work for Smithereens? And he made a face. Just let's talk about that whole introduction into the world where we realize we're in present day. He's an Uber Lyft driver or whatever it was called for the convenience of this mm-hmm you know, for legal issues. And then pretty much from there, we're kind of on the same, or I can't think of the word. Oh, no, here we go. The same road with him where basically he doesn't get the first person, he gets the second person, and then I don't know. So how are you? did you feel in terms of the introduction to the episode of understanding what world we were entering? Yeah, I mean, I as someone who has worked in tech previously mm-hmm. and I've lived up in like Silicon Valley area, it definitely felt very similar to that and mm-hmm. it had that that vibe. So I did believe it was like kind of present day, but it's just branching off of, you know, mm-hmm. current issues that we're dealing with, which is it's still sci-fi, but you know, a lot of science fiction we tend to exaggerate things a little bit further. Mm-hmm. With this, it was, you know, social media addiction, the episode, yeah. you know, the warning. Mm-hmm. And um, I I mean, I thought the hierarchy of the tech company was extremely believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the CEO representation was pretty believable as well, because, you know, we all have those moments where we make them godlike and then we're like, oh. They're adorable. It's just a guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a guy. Yeah, just a little nerdy guy who's... He's got just, money and goes to the gym. Now. He just yeah. he doesn't know what he needs to do too, and he's got this monster that's grown out of control. You know? Yeah, yeah. But in terms of just when you're when we're introduced to uh, Chris, right. and we're kind of seeing that he has some type of ulterior motive. Yeah. Like, what did you think it was going to be? I knew I didn't know it was going to be kidnapping, um, but I knew something was up. I I know the actor from something else. He was also he's in Sherlock. Andrew Scott. Yes. And yes, um, Spectre with uh, James Bond. Yes, and mm-hmm. I saw both of those. Anyway, so I, I kind of expected his character to be peculiar. 
Mm-hmm. Um, also, just from that first um, passenger that what didn't work at Smithereens, and he was like, mm, he made that face. Mm-hmm. I was like, so what does he want to do? But I didn't think it was going to be kidnapping. Okay. However, I did like how they introduced the passengers and mm-hmm. introduced him. I, I thought it was, um, I don't know, it was exciting to me. Yeah, Yeah, they definitely had that level of mystery with his character Mm -hmm. a bit, you know, because he was doing that thing where he's clearly faking, you know, pleasantries Mm -hmm. with people, and then he would have that very ominous Mm -hmm. expression on his face, and then we get those, I got some Fight Club vibes, you know, when he was at the, what's it called, the meetings, the grief mm -hmm. meetings, and I wasn't sure, you know, sort of what his motive was with these as well, so Mm -hmm. I was essentially going along with the ride, like for the ride, yeah. no pun intended here. Mm-hmm. And I thought Andrew Scott did a good, a good job with this part. You know, it just had to intensify super hard towards the end. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Erica? yeah, I enjoyed it. I definitely like. I think from the first passenger, I mean, I assumed he was going to kidnap and kill the person. So from the beginning, really. So, but. That's just how I think. But, yeah, I thought that. <laughs> the, right. the, tra- yeah. the trailers or, or not, didn't help, too. Yeah, not, not yeah. even black, because I don't even, actually, I didn't even see the trailers, but just, like, I don't know, I watch a lot of, like, murder, you get in a car with someone, you know, and just mm-hmm. the whole thing with Uber drivers and stuff. So I definitely yeah. thought he was going to kill the person. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, when it was like, whoo, she got saved. She worked for somebody else. So that was, you know, that first person I was like, okay, here we go. So yeah, I definitely thought that. I'm a little biased. I think I, I scrubbed through the trailers, like back back and forth when they announced the season five trailers. Oh, I was okay. like going like shot for shot mm. through oh. the video. Oh, cool. And I was trying to piece together what I thought each one was. I think my predictions are somewhere you had a buried super in Twitter. Moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, this is what this one is. I was like mm-hmm. connecting it. This doll's got a purple wig on, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, I didn't watch any of the trailers. Yeah, me I was like, I just yeah. want to be surprised. I mean, this one was the most mysterious, uh, Smithereens. To yeah. be fair, it was the most vague yeah. in there, and it. I mean, turns out it was the in most terms vague. of season five. Yeah, it was the yeah. most vague episode too. So now, um, if you do that with the trailer, were you one of those people that like stopped and looked at the like the tweets or the Smithereens? I or did. You call I, them? I read all of the different um, text that they had flashing across the screen. Oh, okay. I looked mm-hmm. at all the different shots and try to see if I could like zoom in and read the text you know like when Topher Grace was Mm -hmm. he did the god mode thing Mm -hmm. that was in the trailer uh what else did I try to do I try to do a lot of different stuff and I don't know. It's fun for me. So, was like, <laughs> did yeah, you get anything? Did you guys you were looking at me crazy, but it was fun. I swear. Well, that's so cool. Not yeah. interesting because I watched okay. the whole video on how they did that through the whole episode, yeah. and like all of those tweets were about other episodes mm-hmm. and about the architect oh, and stuff. Yeah. And then a lot of the things in there were people um, that actually work on the show. Like it actually is really interesting if you take the time to like yeah, do it. We're yeah. gonna yeah. talk a little bit about that in the top three. The only thing that threw me off. Stuff, yeah, yeah. The mm-hmm. only thing that threw me off was it smithereens. It looked clearly like almost like the facebook campus or a google campus yeah. i was like okay social media but the the name of the company really threw me off i was like smithereens yeah. because usually mm-hmm. they kind of nod towards yeah. what Something. it's going to be about I yeah mean, maybe twitter is debatably a little confusing right. if some alien came in and saw that randomly they'd be like what is that what does this mean let me but thing. facebook okay yeah. you know i understand that i see smithereens Blows, blows your mind away. Blow, yeah, exactly. I was like, Bl- blows blowing up things? <laughs> yeah. Like, we were really yeah. trying to connect the dots yeah, there. I love I that. Maybe yeah. trying a little too hard. It was a little simpler than that. Yeah. I was going to try and see if I could pull up the actual definition of smithereens outside of it just being something blown to smithereens. But oh, bits, yeah. yeah. My phone is not doing anything. So, so we get to, we finally, you know, just outside of 
figuring out his intention. I did also think it was a very interesting shot of him when he's in the coffee shop and all he can hear is like the sound of people checking their phones and the, the clicking and the, you know, swiping and whatever we do whenever we're on our phones and how it was driving him crazy. I was like, yeah, we do do that a lot. Yeah. Who else? Just always on the phone. Yeah. Who yeah. else checked their phone during that scene? Oh, I don't think did I anyone? did. Oh. But I, I felt immense guilt during the whole episode. I'm like, I would have been kidnapped because I probably would have been in my phone and been that jerk that like barely says hi. No, I say hi. I at least say hi. Oh, I but then but then I'm conversations in with my Lyft drivers. It I, depends. I do too. And yeah. then not you know, although this could have been the news, but um, like ever since that girl got murdered getting into the wrong Uber, like yeah. I am so like if I'm in the Uber, I'm looking at where the person is driving. If I'm looking at anything, because I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. is he going the right route? Why is he going? Why is this? You know, am I in the right car? Like yeah. ever since then, I feel like ugh. license yeah. plate. Just look at the license plate and see if it's verif- verified with it. Because you know, obviously, if all of their information is in Uber, it's not going to. You know, they're going to have that info and they can track that person. Well, yeah, but very much like the guy in this episode, once he starts going a different route and you're like, wait a minute, where are you going? And then that's how you end up in the field. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. I mean, you should just think. In a field, being held hostage. Yes. For Billy Bauer. Or buried in a hole if you're not as (laughs) nice as Chris. You know, you know I've, yeah. I've driven for Lyft, and it's even when you're on the other side of people getting in your car, I always will say the name and double check if they don't yeah. have a picture. And because you just, you're interacting with a stranger, and we, you know, for the most part, tend to be decent to strangers, but sometimes we're not. Yeah. Um, but yes, you should always verify when you, as you open the door, be like, Hi, for Adrian. No, no, no. Now, <laughs> Hi, you're Chris. now you have to be like, okay, who are you here for? And stand mm-hmm. there and wait for them to say your name. And yeah. Hope that it's right. Yeah. And I also, <laughs> as I'm getting in the car, look at their phone because you can see your profile. I'm teaching you all the guys the tricks. You can exactly. see your profile picture and your name on their phone as they hit accept. Yeah. Uh, in any case, guys, you know, <laughs> yes. you should drive yourself and take public transit. It's the best way to go. Um, indeed. Indeed. But Ooh, before we go on yes. any longer. I've got to say, guys, I have to thank you for allowing <laughs> us to be the ESPN of TV talk, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we have so much to offer. Reality shows, dramas, comedies. We offer it all. And you guys are the best. So if you are watching on YouTube right now, give us that thumbs up and five stars. If you're listening on Spotify and iTunes, we would appreciate it. Thank you for helping us grow. Thank you for helping us continue to grow. And, uh, oh, and make sure to leave your comments and thoughts. We want to know how you feel. I definitely want to know how you guys feel about this season. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. It's an Please interesting season. Please do, yes. Yes. Oh. Thank you guys so much. And thank you, Paris. Oh, yeah. Do we have anything from the chat before we hop into intern? The intern? So we've just, as far as chat's going, everyone's sort of sharing their opinions. Some people thought that Striking Vipers was a little more vague Mm. of an episode. But I think, I mean, they're pretty ominous. Yeah, I think the pacing, well, which episode, so I know this one, was this the 70-minute episode? Yes. Yes. I believe it. Were they all 70 minutes? No. No. Okay. I think this was the one was 70. So it's interesting Striking to see. Striking Vipers is one minute, one minute, or one hour, one minute. Okay. Actually, I think it might, I think the next one, um, Rachel, Jack, and Ashley, too, might have been the longer one. Okay. Yeah, that but one felt like a full-length movie. It did. To it me. felt longer. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's not saying one. But I could see where it's a little ominous, we were, as we were talking yeah. about with Striking Vipers, mm-hmm. you know, some of those stares and things like that being mm-hmm. a little vague. But this episode, I don't know. I think uh, it's a lot more vagueness. 
I think chat chat is Just mostly me. chatting with each other. We appreciate that. <laughs> you know, do that. Yes. Wait, are y'all hooking up in Meet the chat? Meet people. Oh, yeah. Chat. Chat is showing back someone down in the chat. Yes. Take it back to 1998, you guys. All right. <laughs> so we move on to Jaden, who we realize later is an intern, a very sharply dressed intern. Yes. I was very much here for Chris's rant about millennials and how we're all look too young at what we do yeah. to have, like, he's like, I can't tell who's in charge. That was hilarious. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> That's I can't true. tell you all look so young. I yeah. can't tell hi- hierarchy or something yeah. like that. And he said it. It was very, was like, very funny. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of true. so true. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Everyone but, dresses like, you can tell usually, because the ones who actually have power are usually in a t-shirt and jeans. Yeah. And the ones who are trying to impress are usually overly dressed. Right. Like, right. that's, it's reversed. Mm-hmm. And they, that's why he was wearing the suit. He's like, I'm, it's my first week. I'm an mm-hmm. intern. Exactly. That's they, why. They showed that very well in that. It's like, but you're wearing a suit. Yeah. <laughs> and it was great. Yeah. It was yeah. like a great uh, sort of character moment, you know, where you realize who Christopher is and, and who this the intern is. Yeah. I'm blanking on his name, Jayden. but he was amazing. Jaden. Yeah. yeah. And um, just seeing how this guy may be a little more old-fashioned, right, Christopher? Yeah, he's mm-hmm. older. Yeah. <laughs> like, it makes, you know, there's a, a schism that's like a, a, a rather large schism, I think, sometimes between even older millennials and younger millennials. Because mm-hmm. older millennials tend to remember life before internet, so mm-hmm. we tend to kind of gen X about things yeah. and behave mm-hmm. in that way. And even I'm not an older millennial, I'm I'm like right in the middle. Um, so I can definitely see that there's just, we're so different now, yeah. you know, compared right. to to world before social media. Exactly. Internet. And even then, I think they they showed it well because they said that he did previously work in tech, right? Christopher, mm-hmm. he worked um, in, I believe, engineering or IT, mm-hmm. something along those lines. So it was a good addition to showing how far removed he's been from it mm-hmm. and how far he's been or how long he's been stewing upon you know this tragedy yeah it's been well officially 18 months mm-hmm. but after his mom died where he kind of like dropped when off. did he but she died his fiance died three years ago right okay i was like wait what this mm-hmm. was 18 months yeah. i thought we were <laughs> definitely okay yeah, All right. yeah. Since yeah. The she was died. three years the mom was 18 months because that's when I guess that's when he like went off social media and started right. plotting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plotting, yes. Plotting to have an in-depth conversation. Oh, we'll get there. I was just like, this is an interesting choice. This is an interesting choice. But I also want to talk about just the different dynamics of police culture in, in England versus uh, America. <laughs> like, because he, one, he had a gun, and, you know, that's how he's able to even wrangle Jaden into the car and into the trunk. And, right. The vomiting in the pillow, which is gross, and all that kind of stuff. But when he finally gets captured or, or, you know, found out by the police and he goes out into the field, I was like, oh, they they can't even approach him because they don't carry guns. Like, they have to call backup and backup comes with the guns. I don't know, just like, as an American, you know, that you forget because, well, I mean, you guys read the news. So, I'm like, <laughs> right. going to tell you how America is with guns. But it just like, what were your reactions to that? Like, oh, yeah, they actually have to take that time. I was trying to understand is this situation was being handled like that because it was in a show or because that's just how the police are in the UK. It was very slow, very calm, very understanding too. They gave him his distance and space. And I get those type of situations. They the need to go. Yeah, yeah hostage. Yeah. They do work slow. But it just seemed like they kept the, the kids with the, the, the two boys with the bicycles. They were like, go home, but then didn't care if that they didn't go home. And mm-hmm. I'm like, there is a hostage situation with a man with a gun and you're just allowing these two 
mm-hmm. civilians to hang around. So I just um, I couldn't tell if it was really realistic. Right. It was almost comical. Yeah. The way that they represented it. And I think that, you know, I'm not sure if it was realistic to the actual police force over there or whether it was just for, you know, narrative oh effect for the plot. The Brits and are coming after y'all. It, it, <laughs> hey, hey I, I'm not sure if it was realistic, yeah. you yeah. know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. going along with that, it did tie into the narrative where they were trying to show that Smithereens, the company actually could see further into, you know, uh, surveillance-wise and, like, privacy policy-wise into Christopher's life. Yeah. And gain more insight over the government, over the law. And it almost made them look silly, but I think that was the point that they were trying to make in this episode, right? Is that these social media companies know more about people than, and perhaps maybe even have more power in that Mm -hmm. sense than the government or than law enforcement. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. I think um, I don't think I really noticed so much because I watched so many BBC shows, so mm-hmm. I'm not really. I didn't think I was as shocked about that. Although I will say, I believe, and I guess check me in the chat if I'm wrong. Wasn't Tracy Ullman playing the detective? Or I, I, I no. believe the actress. Well, I thought the actress. She, I should say what, that was, was playing one of the cops was an actress I've seen in actually comedies before, but I could be wrong. Oh, and, so yes, um, Linda Grace. That wasn't Tracy. Who was it? Uh, it's. Um, Monica Dolan. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I bad Monica. You look like her to me. Um, so yeah, it did seem like very lighthearted, and I think because uh, I've actually watched a show. I'm on the panel for Killing Eve, and they had a similar theme where it's clear that the social media people have more power than uh, the, as you mentioned, the law enforcement, and I think that's true over there and over here. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, like when they even use the app to be able to listen to his phone, that's very much a true thing about Facebook Messenger for a while. I'm not sure if it's still true, but there were people were having issues of they would have a phone conversation and then they would check their Facebook and there would be an ad for something that they talked about on the phone because Facebook Messenger would access your microphone and listen to what you were saying and then promote an ad to you. So they are listening to you and they are <laughs> recording your facial movements and I do face ID too even though it's bad and scary. <laughs> uh, like you shouldn't you should be afraid of these people. Big brother is real yeah. Big brother is real and Big brother is watching you. So it, it was nice to see that and also just you forget the just the amount of power these companies have like I don't know any people that can be like I'm just going to call the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I was like, oh, you could just call the FBI and they will take you seriously. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I mean, they're supposed to do that. That is their job. But nine times out of ten, they'll tell you to call local law enforcement and keep and stay out of it. Yeah. Uh, especially for especially for that instance of where it was really a hostage situation in a local area that really had nothing to do with the larger scheme of smithereens. That's where it seemed kind of unbelievable to me. That they were giving no shade to Jaden. They were giving this intern a lot of power, and they cared a lot about this intern. I don't know if it's that they cared more about optics than they did the intern, because that was something else that kind of played into the episode of how you can tell a story through social media. Even the police being like, we can't shoot him. We already had that issue of la- the last time we shot somebody, and it turned out they were unarmed. So you just have yeah. to really be sure before right. we do anything. And so I don't know, like what what was your, your guys' reaction to that? Of like, oh, this is also a story about how optics affect how we interact with people at this time, you know? Well, I kind of thought since they didn't make the 
young boys go home and they were there clearly like streaming on their phones and stuff. Yeah. Like if you shoot him and to me, how would that look for smithereens or any company where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you couldn't take a phone call yeah. and now someone in your company is murdered Yeah, and you're just like, and then your executives are like, no, let him die. We don't want to let this person talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I definitely felt like realistically the opt, you know, how that would look in the media and the fact that they have video of their streaming it, it would be crazy. Like, they had shut down the cell service or something, maybe, you know, or if they had cut, and there weren't people there standing there watching and taping. I think so many, as you mentioned, cop murders or, you know, the police or whatever, there's so many things that are filmed, and that's how they go viral, because someone is standing there watching these, you know, watching the cops shoot somebody or watching something yeah. happen, so... Right, yeah, and, and social media companies have, you know, had issues with this in recent years, and so I think that sort of public image is very important yeah. and we saw that come into play a little bit here where they tried their best not to you know bring it all the way up to the top mm-hmm. and actually get billy bauer on the phone and get the um what is it the coo yeah. involved yeah. but you know at the end of the day they are going to protect their image and mm-hmm. you know it turns out it it helped out i guess in terms of like billy being very humanistic or what is it very likable or relatable at relatable least. yeah yeah um, and bringing bringing that sort of new dimension to the story. But, yeah, definitely PR. And then they had to have, what are they, bring in a whole team of negotiators and things like that as well? Yeah, they, well, yeah that, that failed. negotiator <laughs> yeah. didn't work out so well. Who just really thought he could just, like, do the, the classy nego- classic negotiating Cliché, thing. Yeah. And Chris is like, I know what you're trying to do. I know you're just going to see if they're going to kill me. But someone else on the phone, yeah. if you don't, I will shoot him. I was like, I appreciate that. But, you know, yeah. there is a power to our phones. Like, even the other day, I saw a man um, yelling at a homeless woman. I think he almost hit her with her car, and so she responded, and then he proceeded to get irate and chase mm-hmm. her around the block, come back down, and start yelling at her again. So I walked over, and I pulled out my phone, and I just, like, <laughs> flipped it up, and I was like, I'm watching you. <laughs> like, so if you do anything to this woman... I mean, yeah. I'm going to have to intervene because I carry a taser. But outside of that, <laughs> it will be recorded. <laughs> like, you know, so right, we yeah. do have that kind of power now. It's like, be on your best behavior. We're watching you. We yeah. are Big Brother. Oh, yeah. my God. You have yeah. a taser? That is true. I do have a taser. That's impressive. I've had my own issue with an irate man oh, taking no. things too far. So I, I mean, yeah. living in Los Angeles, I feel like we all have in terms of driving and traffic mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a, the welcoming yeah. committee is like a man running out of his car yelling at you yeah, at this point. <laughs> exactly. Happened to me on the one-on-one. He stopped his car, almost caused a five-car pileup. Mm-hmm. So, oh my gosh! Wow. I got a taser. I'm sorry, but I hope the taser's been working for you. It's a nice. You just you scare people with it. You just okay. whip it out. You go click click. It is and loud. Like, it's a la- <laughs> it is loud, and that, yeah. therefore I think that's the most threatening part about it. Yeah. At this point, and legal to carry in Los Angeles. There people you are go. like, well, wait, so the taser is <laughs> legal, but the pepper sprays? I have pepper spray, and, and technically it's not yeah. really that legal. legal. Uh, sorry, we're going on a tangent. Tasers and Bowie knives are legal to carry in Los Angeles. Interesting. Wow. Okay. 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 So okay. if you have like a little Ooh. belt loop, you can carry a, a nice big ass crocodile dundee knife <laughs> or a taser. I, good I to know. Keep, yeah, I was that like, is I, good to know. We yeah. will keep that away. We will lock that information. Yes. And uh, in case the next uh, scary traffic situation. Yep. Be ready. Stay yeah. ready. All right. Let's go into to Billy then, uh, just because we're, we're about to wrap up. 
So we're introduced finally to Billy yeah. at a silent retreat, just like a rich dude would be at. Yeah. Uh, with his man bun and his like shirtlessness, <laughs> his l- linen clothing, and I was like, and, yeah. and it's Topher Grace, yeah, known for that '70s show and Spider-Man Three. That's what you're known for, <laughs> and when a date with, with Tad Hamilton. That's, these are the things you're known for. It's true. There's nothing wrong with them. They're great, except for Spider-Man Three. I felt <laughs> just. I knew what they were kind of trying to do. I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense that it's Topher because it is this kind of like adult nerd. Like, when you think about Mark Zuckerberg, you think about, mm, just, like, that dorky kid in high school that people shoved his books out of his hands, but right. now he has power and money. So, you would think people wouldn't want to shove his books out of his hands, but we all still kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> I think when I, we were introduced to Billy Bauer, when we first saw that image of him with his man bun and mm-hmm. everything, I was like, oh, okay. So, I was really engaged in the show thinking it was serious, and then you showed me... Toe for Grace as Billy Bauer, but I still liked it, and I ended up really liking Billy Bauer's character and how he handled the situation. Which is, you mean but, poorly? Well, no, I actually admire the fact that he really did want to talk to Chris yeah, instead of just. I um, appreciate that. I appreciated that, but I just thought, couldn't they just put any man on the phone? I mean, how would Chris really know? He doesn't know Billy Bauer's voice. Couldn't mm-hmm. they just put any man on the phone and say it was Billy Bauer? That's true. And so I, I just thought. It, oh, it got resolved so quickly, and he just really wanted to talk to Billy, and that was that. I just didn't... I don't know. There was nothing specific to Billy Bauer that showed me that it was Billy Bauer. You can't ruin the story, okay? <laughs> the point was, we needed to see Billy. The payoff um, is they, that we... Yeah, yeah they, they could have seen... They could have done that, I'm sure, but we needed to see Billy in yeah. order to be like, okay, they're just humans, too. Yeah. And he, you know, kind of just how I mentioned earlier is... He's got this little project that he had, and it grew sort of out of his control, yeah. and he doesn't know what to do with it, and it, it humanized it in that yeah. perspective. But I do, I do know what you're saying. Yeah. It's like they could have had a workaround other than bugging their CEO. Yeah. yeah. Again, I feel like okay, like it's a three minute phone call. You could bug the person in lieu of yeah. someone losing their life. That's true. And um, and yeah, and I did sort of. I mean, I guess I kind of bought into it with the whole okay, I like it because I can just play God, and I do feel like executives. If, you know, Chris was like, I don't believe you, he could have been like, okay, well, I know for a fact that, you know, your underwear is blue or something mm-hmm. and probably actually have known that. So, mm-hmm. you know, so that's kind of where I thought yeah. he was kind of going to go with it if it came to it. But I do see your point. Um, yeah, I thought it was light. I thought it was interesting that um, I really liked the point where he was like, okay, I'm not going to read the the talking points or yeah. whatever and kind of like just kind of got real. And then mm-hmm. they both kind of conversed. And I think I really liked the point where... Uh, you know, Billy, as he would, would try to take over the conversation. It's all about me. And then mm-hmm. Chris is like, well, no, I don't really care. I just want you to hear what I have to say yeah. Before, yeah. I, before I go. So I kind of like that sort of um, somewhat real uh, engagement. Yeah, because that's what it is. I think it's, it was like, I just want somebody to listen. Like, for, for once, get off your phone. You know, don't text me. Don't do this. Just hear what I have to say. Right. I'm going to tell you this thing. I don't feel like I can tell anyone else. I'm not saying it because I want you to understand. I just, before I go, I need somebody to know. And I want you to know that you're, <laughs> your dumbass piece of shit social media construct machine has destroyed me. <laughs> I don't have any ill will towards social media, obviously. Never. Ever. But uh, it was nice to see that. And then it was also nice to see it follow through with 
how we do just kind of get over stuff yeah. way too fast. Like, yeah. there is no, it's hard to solve the world's problems when, one, you're bombarded with all the problems to begin with, nonstop, repeatedly, and to the point that you get kind of just numb to it. You know, like, it's hard to, uh, I think, I think that we've gotten to a point as a society, especially in America, where we've become so numb to, like, school shootings that yeah. it's easy to just scroll past it. Oh, there's another one. Oh, there, I think there was one yesterday. It was, like, 20 people or something like that. And it becomes such a part of it because you're constantly being bombarded with it. And it's a part of your life to just constantly see the news that you don't think anything about it anymore. So when everyone kind of just goes back to their life and even Billy just goes back to meditating, I was like... That's harsh. That's yeah. cold. That's right. true. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. That, I think that really punctuated the end of the episode very well was sort of just like, okay, I guess everyone just moves on. And there definitely is that aspect of the desensitization yeah. within our, our media now um, and the, the sort of ultra violence that we see. So yeah. definitely understand that one. Very true. Although the one, um, I guess the one part, part that really touched me that I really liked was when uh, Billy was like, okay, you know, can I do anything for you? And he's like, well, do you know, you've got to know the guy. He's like, oh, yeah, yes. I know Curtis. Oh, yes. <laughs> so now I got you, I got you. So and I was just like, for it uh, to end on the gunshot, yeah. with the, I was like, oh, she finally got to at least see, like, why. She at least wants to kind of figure out why. Yeah. And that was really wonderful to see. So that was really nice. I really liked mm-hmm. that part. But let's go quickly as we can. <laughs> Sorry for running behind <laughs> you guys. This is the first. Uh, into special segments. Do we have any... Sure. Okay. We can do my special segment. Well, in the meantime, Renji from chat says, shows like this make me want to take a tech-free vacation. Oh, like really? Yeah. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> and you it's like a thing. I think there's a word for it now when you, like, take a break from social media. Darn, I've been seeing people hashtag it. If now I can't think of it. people in the chat want to talk about it, definitely. Off the grid? Um, no, no, no. It's like one word that people have been... Like, it's like staycation, but for off social media. <laughs> Okay, oh, man, it's so, kill me. yes, I am. So, okay, so this picture, basically, all right, so this is sort of technology or social media gone wrong in the real world. So the gentleman on the top, I believe his name is Thomas, um, he basically met this young girl on I want on Facebook named Jessie. She's young. They developed this relationship that's, you know, within the app, as we all do, because you can't get those mm-hmm. people out the app. And so he... <laughs> Um, and he starts to like fall in love with her and he's in New York and she's in West Virginia so he becomes so obsessed with her even though he's never met her that he starts to tell his co-workers and everything about her and he decides he's going to leave his wife I believe his wife's name was Mary for her and uh, but Mary finds out about Jesse and sends her a letter that says like I'm married and so Jesse doesn't know who to believe so using social media she finds the young guy Brian who is one of Thomas's co-workers and then they hook up or they start talking and they start like trolling the older guy who was pretending to be a young 22-year-old Marine, and they call him a predator and all this other stuff, and she basically flirts with both, and the older guy goes, like, obviously becomes obsessed and murders his co-worker over this fantasy, and so then, you know, of course, (laughs) he gets taken to jail, and what kind of made it Black Mirror-like is then when they go down to the you know young girl in Virginia, she turns out to be an older 43-year-old uh. woman who was using the, uh, the you know, the, the profile of her daughter, 
Jesse. Wow. Wow. What so a twist. Darkness. Darkness. Like, oh, darkness. Right? It's not yeah. just a Black Mirror, you guys. Exactly. You think that's in the real world. Yes. That's exactly. the whole point of Black Mirror. Exactly. All right. So, do we have any news for this episode? It kind of combines with both the new. Well, kind of the news pretty much combines with both this episode and the next one. But it was just saying that this season, season five of Black Mirror, has been debuted at Netflix's franchise's worst reviews in Black uh, Black Mirror history. It has the least views in uh, Black Mirror history. And especially the Rachel Jack and Ashley 2 has been getting pretty much... Terrible. Uh, the critics do not like it one bit. And I thought it was going to be because of Miley Cyrus. But it's actually because they felt that it was criticized for going wildly off the rails without bringing any depth. And that mm. that's what it was kind of the huh. consensus for this whole season. Mm. So um, people are really upset and asking, many fans are asking for a do-over. Well... Oh, I'm so sick. Everyone, stop with the, the do-overs. Yeah. Stop with the fucking do-overs, okay? Just let Get the make fuck art. over it. Like, people can have problems. <laughs> Jeez Louise. It's also summertime. It's June 5th, so it's not your favorite yeah. back mirror, okay? Wait till Christmas time when they come out with another one. On that note, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Black Mirror After Show thank on After Buzz TV. We will be right here in literally five seconds with Rachel, Jack, and Ashley, too. So stay tuned. I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Adrian Snow. Where can they follow you guys? Um, I'm Erica Edwards. You can follow me on all of my social media at Erica, E-R-I-K-A-D as in door, Edwards. And I'm Angelica Trey. You can find me on most social media at A-Y-Y-T-R-A-E and Instagram at Angelica Trey. And I am Paris Rose. You can find me on Instagram at Paris Rose, Paris with two R's. All right, guys. Thank you so much. And we'll literally see you in like two seconds. Oh, for now, folks. (laughs) Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 